my second kind of hesitation is mm-hmm. that I think holistically, whether you're an influencer, whether you have a million followers or five followers, fundamentally, I feel as though these platforms are completely becoming a giant in disconnecting humanity. And you mentioned how Steve Jobs, his desire was to create efficiency. My fear is that have we become so efficient that we don't even value like humanity. Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Palm, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. So that was our moment in Negro nostalgia. Negro nostalgia. But we got some. We got some other shows that aren't, I guess, one hundred percent black. So we might have to think of a new name. But for now, it's Negro nostalgia. What's up, man? Man, it's been a minute. Yes, it has. It has. I mean, the last podcast was hella dope. It was so good. Everybody loved it. So I think one of the best feedback I got was it felt like I was at a kickback, sitting in the living room, listening to. Listen to my friends shoot the shit. Man, that that feels really good. Yeah, that feels really good because yeah. that's exactly what it felt like. I feel like we were talking about some real shit, and um, I mean, we were talking about R. Kelly, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I felt I felt like we we covered a lot of ground, and I think that we got some good momentum. So much has happened since that. So yeah, so so what happened? I know you like went to Mexico. Was Mexico. How was that? It was amazing. I, I just love Mexico. Have you you've been to Mexico? Yeah, I've been to Mexico. It's been a minute, but it's I've been. one of those places where no matter how many times you go, it's still love. it's still amazing. Yeah, I went actually. Come to think of it, I went in December. I said it's been a minute. Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> it was it's December. Been a minute. Yeah, it was. I gotta minute. restamp the I passport. For, I forgot it was. It was not too long ago. So yeah, I went in December. It was a great time. It's so it beautiful. The people are so nice. The yeah. food's so good, and we did all inclusive. Let all inclusive is, is the, love. The move. We got to always is the move. We locally need to do a, a a podcast on just if you are doing all inclusive. I don't know losing. what you're doing. You're absolutely losing. <laughs> Me and Bay went through probably like a good eight bottles of tequila off the rip. I mean, included. It, it, was it, it good? Included. It was, was it like t- so good? So what resort were y'all at? It's called the Royalton. I, I, that's where we stayed. No way! Yo, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's is what, that it had, had like the little monkeys or whatever? Yes. Yep. Now, did they try and sell y'all stuff? Yeah, like yeah. the first day. But I like, I was out of that. I, I was trying to be nice, and he was like, "Nah, nah, nah." Because nah. I'm like, "Well, you know, maybe 
maybe it'll. She said it's only going to take twenty minutes. We're yeah. going to get some free coupons. Yeah. Like the pool area was hella no, dope. No. Did y'all get any of the food like on the cart by the pool? Yes, we got the food by the they had cart. The tacos and they had like tacos a little burger bomb. station. Yes, there. and you know then they about? had the um, bar in the pool. Bar in the pool. Bar in the pool. Yeah, that's kind of, that's a staple. Of a lot of um, all inclusive joints, but yeah, that it was a vibe. I don't know where I've been on my life. You've never been to all inclusive. I've never been to all inclusive. Yo, you're losing. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change your life. Like when you go to Jamaica, I don't know if you have plans. We're about to go there in in May, Montego Bay. You got? You already have plans. We don't. We just got. Yo, Hyatt Zalar. Trust me. Okay. Hyatt Zalaria is either Zalaria or Zebra, but it's the Hyatt. Hyatt Zalara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever one is the the all the adult one because there's mm-hmm. like one adult and one kid, but you have access to both. Okay, and it's not really kids; it's like family. So like, we're gonna kids in the pool. We're gonna have to go there. Yeah, I'm telling you, like literally. Yeah. Was it amazing? Everything. Yeah, it's the uh, all inclusive Jamaican resort. Listen, when y'all going? I might, I might, uh, I might go now. Come on, you guys, pull up. Um, we're going Memorial Day. That's plenty of time. I might, I might have to fade it. Pull so, up, seriously. yo. That would be. Seriously, that okay. would be really weird. So yeah, what's been going on with you? What's what's the tea? Catch Man, me out. so like you know me conquering the world, um, but nah. So like I'm simultaneously building two websites at the same time. Like you're literally building them? Well, no, hell no. Okay, because no. I was like, are you? Have you learned coding? No, not, like, not at all. So like I'm show just us your providing ways. all the copy and direction. Okay. And visuals. I'm just kind of repositioning how, yeah. how things are going um, online now. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so been busy, but been good. Uh, one of the projects should be wrapping up this Sunday, so we can be nice. ahead on the second one. Okay. So. Well, tell us about this project. Well, just revamping the website. So Let's basically, tell us about this project. You got it. <laughs> so basically, um, makes sense to me is my my firm now currently right. Okay. But it originally started out as a content resource, like, mm. and it was very practical, which was the name, like, makes sense to me, simple finance. Yeah. Right? But because I was lazy, basically, as my business evolved. I didn't have I had the foresight, but I didn't take action on actually like all right, starting to separate what it should look like. Yeah. Um. And I just kind of kept it all the same, and so now it, I won't say it came back to bite me because at the end of the day, I could still do it how it is today. Mm-hmm. But n- I know enough about marketing to know that I need to separate it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just in the process yeah. of now I'm shifting makes sense to me back to that core value of being a content resource. And then my firm will be capitalized. Nice. I wish I had like we got to incorporate that like where I can place put sounds on my computer where it's like oh yeah ah! oh yeah like the, yeah, yeah for sure I think we could like do something post editing oh okay because but let's but let's yeah let's figure that out yeah okay cool. all right let's get into it like I know we've been catching up you're like okay can are these guys so wait there? you would be really proud of me as yeah. we jump into everything yeah so. Reluctantly, through bullying tacit- tactics, and we do not support bullying on we this podcast. Bullying. But we might have to have a commercial now. <laughs> <laughs> but I have reemerged into the social media what? world. I've I've done it. I've I literally have only been on Twitter and like Facebook for good measure. That's yeah, where like yeah, my yeah. family members are. Right, right. But actively, I've kind of been like anti Instagram, yeah, just like yeah. super against it. And I've reemerged, and ironically. That is what we'll be talking about today. Talking about so now, just so y'all know, she's hella anti. <laughs> so anti. Right? It's funny because like when I first we had the first episode, and I was telling Maz like, "Yo, Mel's gonna be like the co-host, it's gonna be dope." And she was like, "So what's her handle?" I was like, "I don't really think she does that." <laughs> I was like, "But um, I'll try to find it." <laughs> and so yeah, so it's funny. So now you're on social, but yeah, that's what we're gonna we're talk about social. today. Um, like just social media, like and yeah. its impacts on us, our society, and all that jazz. So where, where do you want to start? 
I mean, I think that for me, the biggest thing is that as we look at this landscape of social, it's so, it can be a little bit overwhelming, I think, yeah, for anybody. For sure. It's so big. Yeah. And I think Pause. you have your... <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to grow up. I'm never going to grow up. <laughs> but you think about your major players. Oh, I should have said that's what she said. Oh, same, same that would have been so much better. That would have been, that been so better. Funny. Yeah, it's okay. Um... But you think you have your major players, so you have Facebook, you have Instagram, Twitter, and let's just say Snapchat. Yeah. Or like your major right. guys. YouTube. And YouTube. Because that is a YouTube right. and social. You're right. Media, right. 100% YouTube. So you have YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, and Facebook. Sure. And I just think, and there are the ones that are like popping up every single day that we don't even know about. And I think that it is constantly pulling us away from these authentic interactions and authentic mm. experiences. Sure. So I think why don't we just start with how it's become a? It's quite literally changed the. It's shifted our culture. It's shifted our society. I agree. It's shifted how we engage, how we buy, how we consume everything, all of it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like, you know, one of the things that I'm very interested in, um, shout out to Alex Wolf, by the way. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't have a crush on her, obviously, because I'm married. Like, but I just really love what she represents. Yes, yes, yes. But it's so funny because, like, I'm when I dive into something in terms of, like, just resource or study or whatever, like, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. So when I yeah. found out about her, I was like, yo, she's dope. I love what she's talking about. But my wife saw like that I bought her book and I was like talking about her all the time, just in the context of her perspective. <laughs> to be clear, yeah. and she was just like, <laughs> and she was like, who, who is this Alex? Do you know her like in real life, like personally? Which again, social media, the beauty of social yeah, media, right? Yeah. One of the benefits, right? I don't know her in real life, Madge, um, <laughs> but I know her work. And so one of the things I'm very interested in her, and also another gentleman, um, I think he goes by all things Mitch or something on his okay. team, um, and. Their whole thought process, well, not whole thought process, but some of the things they've been talking about recently is understanding that social media or, I guess, influencers, rather, mm-hmm. like, that's a power shift and not an opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, a lot of, I feel like, influencers, which we have to even unpack that, right? We really do. Like, a lot I'm of, so sick of that word. <laughs> so, we'll have to unpack that. Yeah. But a lot of influencers, if you will, they are, like, so romantic about the idea of what it means to, like, work with a big brand, mm. right? Not realizing that was in an era when we had to go through, you being coming from a media background, you yeah. get it, right? Like, we had to go through these channels to get the recognition, whereas now you can create it, yeah. right? You are the channel. Yeah. You are the distribution channel. The brands are coming to you because they need you. And so, thinking about how things have shifted, like, but people are going to question on that? Yeah. But is, is that slightly manipulative? Is what slightly manipulative? That... As a brand, you are tapping into someone that I look at, not for brand content, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at this person because I like them. You like Alex. Mm-hmm. You like her content she produces. You're interested right. in what she has to say. Right. Someone else might like, um, you know, a beauty blogger or any sure. other type of person that I'm not looking to that person to, to sell me Coca-Cola. Sure. I'm looking to them because I like them as a person and I'm attracted to their what they organically are producing. Right. So and now is that manipulative? Well, that's where the responsibility of the uh, of the influencer, right? It's yeah. like not to quote unquote slut your brand out, or you're yeah. you're the brand. You're, you have a brand now too. Like, no, I'm not going to take the flat tummy tea deal because <laughs> it's not in alignment with who I am. This is not sponsored by flat tummy. It's tea. definitely not sponsored. <laughs> you know, we forgot. I forgot to tweet uh, glad bags for the Arkell. Oh. It's not too late. We'll repost it. Okay. Time. But yeah. 
Um, <laughs> As we talk about not hitting brands. Right. Um, but yeah, so like I, the responsibility and the onus is on the influencer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that's not in alignment with who I am. I'm not just doing that for a check. Right, you know right, 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 so right. that's where it gets tricky because it's no different than celebrities of, you know, when they used to do commercials and sponsor Sprite or whatever the thing, whatever it was, like you have to decide, do you want to do that for a check or is it in alignment with who you are and what you represent? Yeah. Right. So the onus is on because they can say no. Like Madge has gotten opportunities. Like, you know, the little bras, maybe you don't know. It's like the little bras oh. where like you push it up. And, and it like, gives you more leave. More li- yeah, yeah. So yeah. like she probably would use one of those, but she would make an Instagram video for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, hey, would you do this for however many hundreds of dollars? And she's like, nah. Not, yeah. I'm not going to create a video with my, my tits on Instagram. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, And so I think, again, it's the onus is on the influencer. And now let's pause there and unpack what we believe in influence. I, I struggle with that word, honestly, George, because I think it's been super bastardized. You sure. know what I mean? I like that word. Like that? I say T word. Yeah. Scrabble. It's like a. 20 it's a, points. Ooh, it's a 20 point Scrabble. I word. love Scrabble. We gotta play Scrabble. That is my jam. I will kill someone in Scrabble. You probably not me. But, but you know what? Have you ever played made up Scrabble? No. That oh, sounds that's ridiculous. even more fun. You make up words. Well, how do you. What? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can say, like, juge. You know what I mean? Or, like. But then it's like, how do, how do you dictate who wins and what's the point system? Because it's like words that are, like, unanimously made up and then words that is, like, Come on. You, okay. You, that's not a word. I got that you. So almost like cultural, be. like things. yeah. Right. We should low key make that. We should make like that. black um, Scrabble. I like that. I like that. Scrabble <laughs> for the culture. Scrabble for, for the, the culture. culture. Let's do it. Let's do it. It wouldn't be that hard. It really wouldn't. As we digress, but take some mental notes. Scrabble for the culture. But I feel like influencer has literally become has become associated with how many followers you have. Mm. And I mean, let's just keep it real. People try and say it's your, like they try and come up with all, and believe you me, I've been in war rooms where we have mm. agonized over what and in, what qualifies someone as an influencer. And sure. it always comes down to how many followers do they have? Yeah. Now where people, people have tried to get a little bit more intentional is saying, it's not so much how many followers you have, but who follows you. So if you have literally just Oprah, Beyonce, and Jay Z as your followers, I mean, then you lit. Then you lit. I think you know, but you know, and it's, I'm going to talk about this later on in the episode. But it also speaks to like just it's so everything is so new, right? And so it's like in the beginning, I'm going to take it all the way back. Here's my thought process on it. I'm not saying that like I'm the the authority on all things influencer or social mm-hmm. media, but here's how I look at it. When we first started using social media as a channel to say, you know what, it can be monetized. We can create commercials, if you will, here, which is essentially what it is when a brand uh, sponsors you, right? Um, if you remember when Instagram first came out, and some people still do it, but it was very much like a thing to have this perfectly curated feed. Like, yeah, mm. this color and then this image. And it's because basically what we were saying at that time, the internet behavior at that time was we're coming from TV world, which mm-hmm. is super high production value. So if we're going to recreate our own channel, if you will, mm-hmm. or network, it has to have super high production value, yeah, right? Yeah. And, that was, and that was the sense of the feed. That was the sense of things like not being able to be archived. It's like it has to be perfect because it's going to be here forever. And that was in an era when like that's what made sense for that internet behavior. You know what I mean? <coughs> um, Excuse me. But now, which is why, why, do you, why do you see that stories and things of like that are more, are more prevalent? Because now we're on in, the internet, Instagram, social media every day, not you. But the average person um, is on Instagram every day. So, like, it's like, oh, why? Can we just talk about that? Why? We just found a stat 
that I want you to to take into account as you go into your next thought that shows that as of 2018, Nielsen reports adults spend over 11 hours on social media or consuming these these mediums That's of content. Crazy. That's crazy. So why? Why is everybody on? Why? Well, that's the thing. Like, again, it was built in an era when logging off was a legitimate thing, right? Example, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you had, you're on AOL, the dial-up, waiting for You could probably do 30 minutes worth of stuff before your internet comes yeah. on, right? Mom, don't pick up the phone. You know, <laughs> like, you know like, you could legitimately log off. Yeah. Right? Now we can't. And so now no one realized that. We were going to have internet yeah. in our pocket. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we're still learning, like, what this is even supposed to look like. You know what I mean? But I would argue that that, having having internet in your pocket, having all of that access, isn't a reflection of the uh, of Apple. It's not a reflection of any of these, of, of, of Samsung or any of these other produ- producers of this these devices. It's because of consumer behavior. They adapted to because we became... Constantly at our computers, constantly refreshing, try, constantly trying to get dial up, and so therefore they follow consumer trends. So why have we become but so with great power and great responsibility? Right? They follow consumer trends because of how they can monetize it, not because that was the best technology to create. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Right? So Steve Jobs, I remember, and I'm probably not going to articulate this exactly verbatim. But someone, when the iPhone first came out, one of the generations, they were like, it's an iPad. Oh, it was just a big time waster. And he was like, infuri- out of all the criticism he got, because Steve Jobs got a lot of it, he was very infuriated by that because he thinks of technology as we should as something that makes us more efficient. Mm-hmm. But then when, when that, the reason why that criticism stuck out to him, because like, that's, that's not what he wanted. It's like, I want this to be something that enhances our quality of life, not literally becomes our life and consumes us, right? Mm. But as most people do, Businessmen, or I'm not saying him in particular, but they saw the consumer behavior, and instead of creating technology that's better, they found a way to, uh, I don't want to use the word slut it out again, but they found a way to exploit it, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about a lot of the, the heavy hitters, Bill Gates, um, the founder of, uh, what's, what's your guy's name, uh, Twitter, uh, what's his uh, name? Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. Does he have kids? I don't think so. I don't know if he has kids, but... What's his he, last name? We're just like, Jack. Know, right? But he, he said that he... I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but it, him and Zuckerberg, all of them were like, my kids won't be using the stuff that we created, mm. right? Because they know the impact of it. So then again, it goes back to like... Dorsey. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, right? Mm-hmm. So and I, and I know we went off on a slight tangent, but the more the story is, to kind of bring it back home to the influencer piece, so... When the internet or this behavior, consumer behavior was created, it was like we were trying to recreate production value, right? Yes. Everything has to be perfect. Then it shifted to, oh, we're going to be here, be on here all the time. We didn't realize that. Now it's not as important how how perfect this stuff is or we can hop on stories at least because it disappears in 24 hours. And so the internet behavior and the technology is now created in a way that entices us to be on mm-hmm. all the time. It also entices us to... Like, you know, the algorithm, right? It's like if you're not, if you don't have the most attention, if you're not posting consistently, if you don't have the most engagement, people aren't going to see your stuff. It's rewarding us for being on it all the time. So for people who are trying to monetize the platform, get exposure to build their brand or business, or who just want to be on for validation's sake, they're now even more enticed to have that behavior because that technology is built that way. The Instagram feed isn't chronological because it says, hey, look, people are only going to see your posts based upon 
your engagement and people liking your stuff and you posting frequently, which does what? Forces you literally, right? If you want to make sense of this thing, forces you to be on the platform. Well, I mean, I think... I think what you're saying is valid. I just think we haven't gotten closer to what a definition of an influencer is, which so, leads me yeah. to believe it's a made-up word that that basically is a catch-all for do you have the most juice. So here's what I think of influencer as, right? Influencer is if I promote something, if I say that I like something, can I get somebody else to buy it? And it's simple as So do you have the juice? That's the yeah. That's the <laughs> cultural context. Yeah. Do you have the juice, right? Which is a whole. I could do a whole podcast on juice and sauce and what's the difference. Right? That's a really good one. We there's add really, that there's to, really a there's a difference. There's a big difference between. Juice I would and sauce, really want to explore that. All right. And, there's, that's and a real. Very quick tangent. Right. Yeah, please. Juice. Yes. Juice is simply. What's your favorite juice? You like simply lemonade? I do. Right? I do. Juice is good, but it gets gone so quick. Like, juice mm. is like, it just goes it's away. It's not lasting. Exactly. It's good. Mm. I mean, it, but it, it's gone. And, but, but the barbecue sauce on the side of your refrigerator, though, how long is the sauce in your The sauce is there for a minute. Right? Come on. If that ain't a good analogy, I don't know what it is. I no, that was good, George. Did you come up with it on your own? I did. Yo, that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. I got the sauce, not the juice. I like that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to create that. <laughs> All right, so we, so we're gonna we're gonna stay focused, but I had to digress there for a second. Um, and so yeah, influencer is like if I if I talk about something, am I inspiring enough to say you know what I'm gonna do something about? It. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna watch that show. Or I'm gonna buy that product. I'm gonna subscribe to that service. Yeah. Right. If you if nobody's taking action as a result of your numbers. Or as a result of what you said, then you're not an influencer, right? Because here's the thing. If a girl's on Instagram with her tits out and her mm-hmm. butt out, yes, a lot of guys are going to follow her. But if she starts trying to sell bikinis, she's not going to get any sales because guys aren't coming there for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I think, again, that's part of the learn, learning curve is originally we thought just numbers, numbers, numbers. But non- numbers don't necessarily translate to influence. I think in the beginning we thought because that's the metric that made the most sense. People are following you. You must have influence. But now it's evolved, right, to engagement, right? Like, okay, when you say something, how many people are taking action? And sometimes micro-influencers, which I think, I don't know the exact number, but it's definitely below 10K. Um, micro-influencers have more influence because people feel, that, number one, those people feel more accessible and they're typically more connected with their audience. Whereas like the larger-than-life folks is like, I'm not responding to these 100 comments. I don't know who my followers are. I get 100 new followers every day. Right, and so I think influencer. My simple definition is: if I say something, if I promote something or co-sign something, will it inspire anybody to go do it? Mm, I think that's a value. I, that that is the most. <clears throat> that is the first definition that makes sense to me, because I I think that I just it just always you literally comes back to the followers. I think from that now that we understand what an influencer is, I think. My my second kind of hesitation is mm-hmm. that I think holistically, whether you're an influencer, whether you have a million followers or five followers, fundamentally, I feel as though these platforms are completely becoming a giant in disconnecting humanity. And you mentioned how Steve Jobs... His desire was to create efficiency. My fear is that have we become so efficient that we don't even value like humanity. We don't right. even val- We don't even value. I've been in rooms. I literally, case in point, 
I had a con- I was texting a, a person the other day. I had I was I was literally just say, "How are you doing?" Right. And her response to me was, "Hey girl, I've been sick. I'm getting ready to go on su- I'm getting ready to go in surgery. Um, but do you follow me on Instagram cuz I post all of this on Instagram." And literally in that moment, I was like, "I can't ever talk to you again." Because the simple fact that I'm literally talking to you in this moment. Right. You're telling me And you're telling me to, I need to look at your Instagram page to check your health status. Oh, is wow. Poof. Right. But like. Almost like this, like, it, humanity is an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience. To that point, like, there's that, that famous meme, which is ridiculous. It's funny, but then it makes, it makes you reminded of how disconnected we are. The best time to call me is text message. Yes. Right? Yes. And like, no, like, we're supposed to be, like, connected with yes. each other. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's deep. that's real. Like, I'm about to go into surgery, but you need to check my Instagram. Like, and that was in the same text thread. Mm. And I just fear that because we've become so efficient, and because you know we're constantly comparing ourselves and um, using these numbers. Because the fact of the matter is, regardless of your position on it, there is a sense of validation that comes when you get that extra like, that extra right. follow, like that extra view. And so, to me, there are tremendous like mental and psychological effects that that take that 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 has because think about it i'm 31 next week and i've been in the social i have a digital footprint if Mm -hmm. you will for well over a decade Mm. and so we have been consuming gobs of content for 11 hours for over 10 years it's crazy (laughs) like that has to be yeah some deep like subconscious psychological effects that we don't even recognize. Yeah, and it's almost like the the thing that makes it good makes it bad, right? So if you think about the fact that the internet connects us to so many people and so many things, yeah. right? But because of that, now it's like, oh, am I Miss FOMO, right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like before we couldn't see yes. every intimate detail of, er- yes. of everybody's vacation or perceived Fun that they're having because they could just be posting a month old photo. Yeah, what's that Drake lyric? I wish I had like a, a mental like a Rolodex on demand. He was saying something. He was like, "You know what I'm talking about?" It's off his latest album. He was like, "You saving photos, just posting to make it seem like you're still there or whatever." Like basically, like you go on a trip, yeah, 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 But you like you slow Dang, leaking. I actually like, never done that. Yeah, or heard sl- of that? Slow leaking the photos to make it seem like they're just their whole life is wow. In yeah, right. That's heavy. Yeah, and so now you got somebody who was at work like, damn, they've been gone for a month. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I'm behind, I've been behind a desk, and they've been in, they've been in Jamaica for an entire month, for right? a whole month. And so you have this feeling of comparison, yeah. and then inadequacy. Like, why isn't my life picture perfect? Yes. But then there's this whole thing of photo editing and Photoshop. Yes. And it's just like so much that goes into it where we're comparing our behind the scenes life. To somebody's highlight reel. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, we're comparing all the things that we're experiencing yes. totality to someone's perfectly curated Yes. Highlight. You know what I mean? That's my problem. And anyone that sits up here, I don't care if you are a Beyonce who doesn't probably even manage her social handle. With, right. And she has zero followers. I mean, zero she follows zero people. Right. And so, even to me, it doesn't matter who you are, you're curating or the, the, whatever that image or the response to what you're posting affects you. It affects you. 
And to me, that is so crazy that we allow people to affect us, our spirits, our hearts, our minds, our spaces that don't even know us, that tell us that check my Instagram to see if I'm going to surgery. That's crazy as hell. (laughs) But to your point, I think we also have to be optimistic, right? In the sense that like when Elvis was a thing, right? People go, oh my gosh, uh, he's shaking his hips on TV. Everybody's going to hell, right? Um, Or here's a better way to look at it. Communication evolution. So... When there was a point in time when we just you used to send letters, right? Mm-hmm. And then then we shifted from sending letters to uh, text messaging, yes. right? Or not? There's probably a lot. Of I mean, you're jumping over a, email, but right? I a, lot, a lot, right? Letters, <laughs> then email, phone calls, then email. That's what it was. Letters, phone calls, emails, um, and then text messaging, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, at the end of the day, technology is going to evolve, right? And we're and we are going to be okay. We just have to learn how to adapt and deal with it. That's right? fair. And we have to understand that, like, I just I remember, like, it was yesterday, like, when we did something, our parents were like, oh, the, the, that rap music, whatever, is going to be the death of you, whatever. And then now, the next generation has, we, we, we're basically becoming our parents, right? Everything that they're doing, we're saying, oh, I can't believe they're listening to that. Our music was so different when we were around, but was it? I mean, yeah, things change and things evolve. I think we have to just change our perspective about how we approach it yeah because things are going to change right with or without our approval or stamp of approval so we have to like just decide and understand what like what we're going to do to move forward in a better way i think that's fair i think it's just we live i think our world right now is just in such array and it seems that everything is amplified on social and you i mean our president is on like we but it's like money though Right, people say, yeah. "Oh, you get money and you change." No, money just amplifies who you already were. Fair. So if you were an eight shit person without money, you're just gonna be a really big person. <laughs> you know with more money. If you were an insecure person yeah. without social, you're just gonna become really insecure. Like, here's what I don't know if I agree with that though, because I feel like the difference between the money comparison and social is that I feel that anybody can be on social, mm-hmm. and you're you're bombarded with content. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, now brands have become a part of social. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're, if you are a weak person and you do happen to get on there and there are things that are not healthy bombarding you, it can affect you. Long story sure. short, I think my personal just, I, I felt, because I get a lot of like, crap from my friends mm-hmm. I'm like why are you on social <laughs> specifically Instagram is what they meet and what they're asking right. and to me it just got to a place I'm going to be really transparent and I'm an extremely strong willed person mm-hmm. and I felt like I started like having moments where I was like oh my god my life isn't what it's supposed to be or right. like kind of what we were just talking Everybody about that for sure. and I was like that's not that's not I can't this is something I can control, and you're telling me by a scroll I'm feeling that way. That's not normal. Mm. Like I and and maybe for you, and maybe for a lot of other people, they don't have. That's not their. They never. They don't have that. But for me, that was an unusual feeling, and the source of that was even more strange for me. Right, right, right. And so I feel like that because there are benefits, I believe, of social, mm. and you know, I think that they ha- that it allows us to have advances and it can be a tool Mm -hmm. but I also feel that it's become used as frankly kind of like look at me and how great I am tool that I just think is troublesome yeah 
You know, and I think there's a lot of that, and it'll be very challenging to drown that out. But I also do see, see a wave of people who are be, doing what influence really should be, right? Because like, it's almost like shifting the paradigm. What social is today is, look at me, I'm perfect, you should aspire to be like me because mm-hmm, you're not, right? Mm-hmm. That's what the paradigm is today. I feel like where I am seeing somewhat of a shift is, no, I'm just like you, mm, right? Okay. And with that, I'm yes, I'm able to still do some of these great things, but that... 100% means you can too. Mm, you know what I mean? By showing the vulnerability of yeah. I'm not perfect. And these are the things I experience. I do have anxiety. And I do get stressed out. And I'm addicted to this platform just like you. But in all of my mess, I have been able to do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so then, then making it... So then it's still like, okay, yes, I'm looking up to that person, but I can relate to that yes. person a lot more. That's fair. You know I think I mean? that's fair. And everybody's can, not doing that, but that. I do see a shift. And I think it's one of those things where like... Again, we have to give ourselves credit. Like mm-hmm. you said that you've had a digital footprint for a decade. However, that's still very new in the grand scheme of like where this thing is going, like where the internet is going, where the world is going. And so like we have to give ourselves some grace. Like to give context, the seatbelt came 75 years mm-hmm. after the car was invented. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So basically like, oh, people are not like, we got to figure out something to strap people in. Yeah. Right? The challenge is... <laughs> People are dying to fly through windshields if there were windshields back then. The chat, but the caveat to that is the more challenging part about social though is that the changes and impact are way more rapid. Like a car, by and large, is a car. Like we've upgraded the AC and the leather seats, but conceptually, it's a car. But the internet is changing our world. Yeah. Right. Like every day, and so I think the challenge is if we wait until the seat, the internet yeah, seat yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah. The, the world could be fucked by this. That's fair. You know what I mean? So so I, I do understand that. I'm not That's like fair. negating that reality. Let me ask you this. So I think for us, we have a little bit more. Um, we have a little bit of a, us being like millennials, which I also hate that word. But nonetheless, millennials, um, I think we have a little bit more of an exterior built to combat some of the fiery darts of the of the of social media and the internet if you will solely because we've been like we literally grew up with mike zuckerberg mark zuckerberg like literally like literally grew up with him right and so i think that our exposure and the development of all of these channels we've been around for so Mm -hmm. long yeah if you were to have kids would you let your kid be on instagram would you let your kid be on twitter would you let your kid be on facebook snapchat well, that's a good question. Um, and my challenge is, the instinct is like, no, right? Like, I can yeah. control that, right? But one of the things that we were talking about offline before we start recording is that I feel like this whole thought process of looking at it as addictive, while it is addictive, there's proof, right? Mm-hmm. But playing into that and thinking that this, the solution is to, oh, why don't you just get off the internet? That does something to your psychology. Because then when you don't or you can't, then you start to think that something's wrong with you, right? So mm-hmm. that's the first point. I bring that up to say... That it's almost like when I was a kid, whenever my mom told me I couldn't do something, yeah, I wanted to do it more, yeah, you know what I mean, versus just like putting reasonable parameters around it, but at the same token, not trying to like prevent them because that's going to make them resent me and then make them want to rebel and do more unnecessary stuff just because they can't, yeah, right? yeah. So I think it'd be it would be more so a byproduct of what does a healthy relationship while I am still a parent and in control. What does that look like? I don't think it looks like being 
fully excluding them from it, but I feel like there's some healthy balance. But trying to like say you can't have access to this, I think it's just the wrong approach. Yeah, I think we just have to be more intentional as consumers mm-hmm. about how we engage, and also the creators of the internet, the people who have the power to create this technology, they have to be more intentional about realizing the impact mm-hmm. of what they're creating. I know you might be making a lot of money and a lot of ads are being spent on your platform, but like, is it worth it at the expense of humanity? Yeah. Right? And so there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that, and I think it's twofold. Like, how can we create better technology yeah. um, that, allow, that, that mimics and supports humanity, right? Mm-hmm. And how, as we, how do we as consumers um, use it better so that it's not, to your point, I'm not looking at like my life sucks and I'm more so using it for its benefit. I don't want to use the word efficiency because to your point, we don't want to make things so efficient that now we don't care to talk about yeah. it, right? Like, get into the Uber car and like... I think it's like a Zen mode or now or something. They're testing it out. Now. Oh wow! So basically, it's like you can put it in Zen mode, meaning the driver knows not to talk to you. Wow, that's kind of crazy. And if, and if we're being honest, you, you've gotten an Uber before. You didn't like. I don't want to talk to this dude. That's but, true. But but how even the concept of Uber, like thinking about how fast our world is changing, not just through social but the internet. Yeah. If you didn't, if I would have told you ten years ago, you're gonna hop in the back of a car with a person you've never met. It's a regular <laughs> ass car. It's not a taxi. And you're just gonna <laughs> ride. You're gonna feel safe. Like you're like no. Conversely, you're going to stay in someone's house, right? A regular ass person, their crib, right? Just show up. Hey, I'm hey, here. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like and just be there. Like and like, 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 you done looked at me like I was crazy, right? Like what? Who's, who would do that? But that just goes to show. But that's not less social. It's just the power of this platform. Yeah. That social lives. Yeah. Right. And how much it can transform. The way we do things, yeah, o- offline, right? That's an o- those are both offline experiences, but they happen as a result of technology that was built on the internet. Yeah, no, I think that's fair, and I think that I'm. Let me be clear, I'm all for technology and progression. I just feel like it it troubles me deeply. Like I'm very passionate about this topic mm-hmm. because I just I've been in so many rooms with peers where. They will literally be on their phones the entire time. Entire time. Like, and I'm not good. saying what you're not doing isn't important. Right. I'm not saying that like we are all highly, we become so busy being busy. Mm. So I think we are very busy people. And so I understand that. But I also feel like we've become so consumed that like we can't even comfortably sit in silence. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's so much power in that. There's a quote that comes to mind when you say that. The true root of all disease is being disconnected from oneself. Yes. Right? I love that. And so when you yes. think about it, when you're not in tune with self, yes. right? When you're not like really in tune with what's going on internally, like that's the root of all disease. You can't feel what's off. Like it's yeah. this dis-ease, right? Like and so I think that you're right. Like we like can't put our phone the idea of like walking out and, and being in a public space and I don't have my phone. What am I gonna do? Just, Talk to people. Just talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I don't I have to, you know, like, and everyone is guilty of that at some point. So, again, I think that there's a twofold thing. We have to, and I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but we have to figure out this happy medium of how do we benefit from the power of technology but not succumb to, yes. succumb to it. Yeah. You know I mean? to yeah. Where we're not like, it controls us. 
Right. Like we have to figure that out. We have to figure it out. I hope so soon because I love I, I thrive off of human interaction. Right. I there's a um my Angela who's one of my most I just wish she was like my godmom or something. I just <laughs> I can listen to her all day long. And she did an interview with Oprah where she talked about how and I thought I was weird in that I was one of the only people that thought this, so yeah. hearing her saying this reaffirmed it, but she talked yeah. about how much she just she loves or she loved the human voice. Yeah. The actual, that the muscle, the experience of hearing it, like the human voice. And ever since a, I was a child, I would just be stimulated by hearing people talk, like mm-hmm. the voice. Right. And so I I just, it it's a little disappointing sometimes when, you want to just have conversation. You just mm-hmm. want to hear another human being's voice. That's we are right. so unique creatures in that. There's mm-hmm. no no other creature on the planet that has a voice the way that human beings right. do. And to become in rooms. But how and do we spaces, know though? We don't know how the dogs could like legit be like having full conversations. <laughs> they yeah. could, but they don't have a human voice like us. Because we're human, so they wouldn't. But you know what I mean. <laughs> we just have like such a. We can. It's just beautiful to me, and I feel like we become so consumed with everything we do has to be documented and like right. has to be like tweetable and Instagramable, and that's all fine and well. Yeah. But to your point, it's so imbalanced that I just don't. I I, I want my child to know like mm-hmm. it's okay to talk to people. Right. You don't have to tweet them. Right. You can actually communicate <laughs> to them. You know, it's interesting though, like because technology in its original form was created as an extension of, of, of who we are, right? Like, mm-hmm. the computer is an extension of the brain. Yeah. Right? The camera is an extension of the eye, right? So yeah. it's like, that's what I mean when technology has to be used to extend mm-hmm. the human mm-hmm. experience, but not replace it. Yes. Right? Yes. So it should yes. extend, like, us having access to see what it's like in China should replace us from wanting to take a trip. Yes. Right? It should just help us plan better. Yes. Yes. Um, And I think here's the real challenge with social media. We've had this forever in other other ways, but it's more prevalent now, is like people are becoming so satisfied with the illusion of things that they they don't even desire to have it anymore. If I can take the picture in front of the Lambo, I don't even care about the Lambo. Dang. I don't even want it. I just want you to take... That's a whole topic yeah. in itself. I just want you to see that, you know, for you to think, because you, without the context, you don't know. It could be mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it could be mine. Wow. And so people are more becoming so satisfied with the illusion of having it. Yeah. That they don't even care about obtaining anymore. That's what's scary. That is. Right? That's, that's heavy. That's That's a tweet that. <laughs> that's actually, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. Um, Crazy, right? So tell me something good, George. What's the good of social? So, I mean, me, like, I have, like, four different accounts, right? So, like, I have a personal account. <laughs> okay. I have Run the receipts. Melanin Money. I got Makes Sense to Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'm about to have my firm's page. Um, so, like, for me, business, right? Yeah. Like, being able to, like, leverage this relatively free platform. Now they're making it so you got to basically pay to play in terms of people seeing the content that you want them to see. But having a somewhat free platform that I can use to yeah. expose my business and brand is huge. Um, 
me, uh, I have this desire to be a prolific like public speaker, like one that like, just like remember for generations, mm. right? And so for me, when I'm hopping on my stories, people think it's like, oh, George is just on here. I'm practicing. Mm. It's all practice for me, right? Um, just having an opportunity to connect with people, see how they respond to my message. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a learning ground for me, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To like understand what people resonate with. Because at, at the end of the day, I don't use like a like to validate me, mm-hmm. but it is a metric to a degree to determine if people engage with mm-hmm, what you're saying, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I look at it for. Not like, oh, I didn't get a like, I'm a bad person. It's like, I need to step my quality of my, the quality of my content up. Mm-hmm. Not like, I need to step the quality of who I am as a person up. Like, oh my gosh, that jacket wasn't fly enough. No, it's like, for the, the type of, I guess, feedback I'm looking for is like, did that resonate well with people, right? Which is actually the book of, Ale- uh, the name of Alex's book, Resonate. Um, did what I do resonate with people? So you look at Solange, right? She just dropped the album. Yes, it's so good. If you haven't and, listened to it, listen to it. And why, and instead of advertising, instead of spending all this money on advertising as a business, why not be genuine, create really good stuff? Yeah. And what do people do? They organically share. Yeah. Right? They organic. You don't have to do a sponsored post. It's like everybody now when she dropped the album, it's like all you see is Shalange and everybody's feet. She didn't pay nobody. Yeah. She didn't go to the top influencers and say, "Hey, can you pub this?" Right. She created something that was valuable. She it was genuine, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like fake. And because of that, people organically wanted to support it. But see, the only question I would have on that is that people do that for fake stuff too. Mm, that's true, though. It's so, nuanced. That's a it's a fine rope. I guess what would you what would be your advice to someone like me who I'm reemerging to Instagram specifically reemerging re-emerging. like you just submerged underneath the water. <laughs> you got to shake it, shake the water off. <laughs> and I don't really care about that. I don't really. I feel care like about what? I don't care about to. I don't want to engage. I don't really... <laughs> well, use it for what you want to... What do you want to use it for? Answer I that feel, question. It's like anything else. Like, what do you want to use social for beyond your friends telling you you need to be on social? I, I don't. I literally don't. I guess I feel like I need to for, you know, business purposes <laughs> or, you know, to get... To make some type of... Hot, be, be a part of the... Mm-hmm of the bandwagon in that regard, but it's, it's very uncomfortable for me. And the yeah. irony of that I'll be transparent, just so to be clear, like I used to be on it. Like yeah. I had, I used to be very active on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a, you know, I had a, um, as Mal- Malcolm Gladwell calls a tipping point that it just was a shift for me. Um, kudos to you for being, I mean, this thousands, millions of people right now, who like I I should because here's let's define addiction right I'm very mm-hmm. good about doing things in a simple way addiction I shouldn't be doing I know I shouldn't be doing this but I keep doing it yeah right that's addiction right yeah and so in the simplest form but addiction is a dirty word so it's just like mm-hmm. I don't I'm not addicted to social the other dangerous part of social media is addicting being addicted to alcohol is very visible yeah crack is very visible being addi- <laughs> those are so extreme. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crack. <laughs> People said the crack. Crack is whack. <laughs> they're they're doing their they're be different. Um, but no, like those are very visible. They have visible visible ramifications. Yeah. But I will be led to believe that the spike in mental health concern, and it could be just exposure, right? It's so nuanced because part of it could be like now we just have more access and exposure to the fact that and more access to information that. 
mental health has always been an issue. Yeah. But I'd be inclined to believe that a spike in mental health is also a byproduct of this exposure. I would. I think that's you know? a direct correlation. Right. It's like, man, like I'm seeing this person who's in my age and they're living this perfect life and what's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, like I would be led to believe. I have a whole theory. Um. On person on on, on um, mental health, right? And there's a lot of th- a lot of things that connect it. We're not gonna. That's not we need to talk about that too. Yeah, jot that down. Yeah. Um, on mental health, but um, but specifically to social media, I'm certain this. Like, you're like you. You wake up and you first thing you see is someone in a six pack and um another girl with super long hair and you have been on the struggle bus trying to grow whatever it is right like George <laughs> no I'm just saying like whatever super long hair you barely got your edges right whatever whatever <laughs> your your thing is right it's like why can't I like you know what I mean um, so it can be very dangerous you know but it also makes me think about like just the reality of damn what was my point I had it you know how you have mental health point? and overexposure um, you've done a lot of thoughts, research on mental health. Mm, and it was good too. <laughs> it was really good. We'll Sorry. come back to it. We'll come back. But I think it. you're on to something. And yeah. I and there's so much overexposure. I'm kind of babbling trying to help you get figured <laughs> get to it. <laughs> don't don't hold your breath. Um so like okay, here's a good here's a good oh, I know what it was. Ecosystem. Mm. Right? Here's what makes social very challenging. So the, the app, this is what the app does. It says, if I go look at a guy who's in super great shape, and I'm pretty in good shape myself, right? But if, <laughs> if I look at a guy who's like, I was, was that confident? Or was that, that was an arrogant girl, was it? I work out five days a week. I'm in pretty good shape. That's a fact. Which is a whole other tangent that we live in a society where if you big yourself up, you're arrogant, right? Versus like Fair. confidence. confidence. Right? Who do yeah. you think is? Yeah. A guy that puts in the work and can Run it! Stay. Run that! Right? Tell them, George! But um, but not nah, so ecosystems, right? Here's where social is also dangerous. Like, the, the premise makes sense. If I go, if I'm into fitness and I check out a, a, a guy who has a fitness page, mm-hmm. what Instagram does is, oh, that's what he liked? Bet. Mm-hmm. Hold my beer. And I'm, it's going to keep showing you. I hate that. It's going to show you a bunch of stuff like that yeah. because it assumes logically right through the technology that if you're looking at this, this is what you want to see. Mm-hmm. However you came across it, this is what you want to see. What that does, though, is it creates this digital ecosystem that leads you to believe that everybody in the world mm. right, is doing that well. So if I go search somebody, a motivational speaker or somebody who's making a lot of money, whatever it is, now that's all I'm going to see. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like, man, everything that's around me digitally is perfect. It's better than me, mm-hmm. right? Like, forget your your friend down the street who posted a really good photo, but we know like they they nine to five, right? I'm talking about the fact that you have the ability to search whatever you want, and then the app is going to show you more of that, which compounds on the feeling of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus being real life, and I, I got I had this realization a while ago, but. What made it real for me is like I do follow a lot of fitness people by default, right? And so everybody around me is like in super great shape digitally. But then it was uh, NBA All Star Weekend was mm-hmm. last weekend, week, weekend before last, and I was at the mall to pick up. I was doing something for athletes' foot, and uh, like I hate to say this is gonna sound very bad, but most people I saw were fat. <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? And I, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm I say that in. Like, hear me out, right? Like, it's not in a judgmental way, like, at all. It's just like... Were they, were they just, like, stopping by? Were they regular... What, what no, was their okay, role? No, people at the mall. 
Like most people that were at the mall. Oh, just know. randomly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah people mm-hmm. at the mall, right? Okay. And so, and, it's not, and I'm not saying there's anything. Well, yeah. there's, there's something wrong with that, but. I said that to say that in my internet world, like everybody's in shape, right? Like everybody, mm-hmm. so like you know what I mean. Like I see what you're going. It's mm-hmm. not about me being judgmental. It's about the reality that most people might, a lot of people probably struggle with weight. A yeah, lot of people yeah, struggle yeah, yeah, with yeah. a lot of things. But when you create this digital ecosystem yeah, 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 that makes yeah, yeah, you yeah. believe yeah, 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 yeah. that everybody has a six pack, yes, yes, then that makes you think that something's wrong with you if you don't have it, or if you're not in, in as good a shape as them. Yeah, and you can put that in any context. It can be business. Yeah, trying to grow your business. It could be. Um, anything, yeah. right? And so that was my point. It's not to like, please. I'm not. Fat, I'm, I'm not fat shaming anybody listening to this podcast, right? I think you're right, and I, I guess, and I will let it go. But to me, that's still a problem. I'm not saying that it's not. That's a huge. Problem. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it is a problem. I'm saying that goes back into how do we redevelop the technology, right? Yeah. Us and like yeah. how we consume it and how it's created, right? These these people who, who have the power to create this technology, they have to be more thoughtful and adapt. Because I feel like part of it is not just to your point. It is like, well, give, give the people what they want, right? Like that's consumer behavior. Let's create something based upon the way they're responding. But I think there has to be a bigger responsibility. Like if I create that, will is it damaging, right? Well, and I think... And asking the tough questions like how can we... And I struggle, but I do struggle with it. Because it's like the guy or the girl who spilled the McDonald's coffee in their lap and they were able to sue for like a million bucks. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's freaking coffee, dude. Like, of course it's hot. And I think that's when they put the caution it's hot. Right? Mm-hmm. Or like the the Snapchat app when you can like, it shows you like the, how fast you're going and kids were getting into car accidents because they were speeding mm-hmm. trying to use that filter. Like, But at the same token, it's like, yes, there is a responsibility, but it's like people also have to be like smart you know yeah. what I mean? like it's, it go it's both sides like the 100 percent responsibility doesn't fall on the creators of the platform and 100 percent responsibility can't fall on the consumers but there has to be some shared kind of equilibrium, yeah right? i agree with that i think where and i get a lot of my friends give me a lot of crap for um i'm very pro-black Love oh, you already know what I'm about. Right. Melon and money. It's on my chest right now. Book bags over there. Love I should have bought black. product placement. And, yes. <laughs> um, and I think that so many of these effects of social media... Um, well, first of all, African Americans, statistically, we are the leaders in influence. So when you look at major categories, entertainment, Beyonce... Um, media, Oprah, athletics, LeBron, um, all of these finance. finance. <laughs> Shameless plug. We look at all these different mediums and we lead those areas as African Americans. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so then when you look at from a brand perspective, um, they tap into those areas with the insight that African Americans, although they might not literally say African Americans, but they're identifying these people that lead those spaces. So then when you look at mobile and like online usage, African Americans, we over index in those spaces to over two times the average Mm -hmm. like general market consumer. Statistically. And so when you marry those insights, that to me then says we're using African American influencers, we're targeting African American influencers and yet and and those groups are the ones that are the most disadvantaged and Mm -hmm. the ones that are becoming um 
becoming the victims in some regards yeah. of the effects of social media. So you think about little little uh, Antoine in because that's, that's the blackest name. That's the only one that came to me. It's pretty black. Antoine's pretty. Black. But it wasn't like Jawan, you know, right, like. Right, right. It, I tried to find one that was like right, that was reasonable. That was reasonable. Not stereotypically black. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. You look at someone that's an average person mm-hmm. that has little access to some of these things, and they become they they then try and emulate their life after a LeBron. That's the influence they're seeing externally, yeah. and then they're being targeted online using that same type of methodology. I just feel like we then become. We become the we become so the short end of the stick on that. Yeah, I think it goes back to the beginning of the conversation. I think everyone, to a degree, if we're not careful, we become the short end of the stick, right? Because here's the, the beautiful thing about social media is it shifted the power. Like we didn't have to wait to get on TV to get our voice heard. We didn't have to yeah. wait to go to the record label to play our music, right? Like the internet in general, not just social media, right? Like that. But what happened is. We, lo- we lost sight of that as brands because what probably happened is brands saw the shift and maybe they were scared a little bit but like we're, we're mega powerhouses this Instagram guy with his cell phone is yeah. never going to be able to compete with us right so there probably wasn't that much fear and then when they saw it was a real viable thing yep. like shoot alright we got to en- we got to get engaged with this yeah. right? and, and so then it, 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 we lost sight of the fact that we didn't need them anymore we still don't need them and we got romantic again by the opportunities and the sponsorship. I'm collaborating with this brand and that brand. And I'm not saying, like, get your bag. I'm not yes, saying, yeah. get your money. I'm not saying, but, like, just remember that it, we are the culture, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, if they can't thrive without us. And it goes back to just the age-old even concept of, um, like, athletes. You know, if you look at the NBA, I don't know the exact stat, but I would imagine it's around, like, 76%. Of the top athletes are black, right? 76%. I don't know the exact stat. Me being modest. Um, And so with that, if people had the courage to sacrifice in the short run, Mm -hmm. we could win so much in the long run generationally. Right? And it's the same thing with social. If if collectively, but that's the problem, right? It has to be collective. If collectively we were like, forget your brand deals, Right? We're the outlet. We create our own products and services because now we have that real influences and we build businesses and we build equity through our platforms. We're not going to build your platform for a little small paycheck. That's tough. That makes me think of the Killer Mike stuff on Netflix. But watch it if you haven't watched it. Yeah, and maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. But we always go like so long on these. I feel like like. But it'd be so. It'd be so. Saucy. Saucy though. It'd be so saucy. But, I mean, it's just, it's so nuanced. Like, I'm not, like, I, and I tell Madge this because she does brand collaborations, but I'm always telling her, like, your main thing has to be a product or service that you own. I'm not saying, like, don't collaborate, but just remember, like, start having conversations about equity. Like, yes. I want equity in this campaign. Yes. I want a percentage of revenue. I don't want my 2K for this post. Yes. I want a percentage of revenue of the entire campaign. Yes. Right? And that means that in the beginning, until brands adapt, a lot of them will be like, and for people that aren't influencers, I, all I would say is, like, I would challenge everybody at least spend one day, or, I mean, maybe that's asking too much, spend one hour just, like, not getting on social. Yeah, just start small. Just start small. Talk. Call somebody. Right. Talk to somebody. Almost have, like, a, here's would be a good. Read a book. Here will be a good exercise, right? <laughs> a good exercise is every time you, like, have create a list. 
of all the things that you should do more of, right? Whether it's being more connected in the moment or being having more compassion or humanity, yeah. whatever it is, have a short list. And every time you think to get on social when you're distracted or you're bored, refer to that list. Yes. And do something on the list. Do something on the list. Right? Call your mama. Read call a, your mom. Read a book. Read call the Bible. Yeah, call on Jesus. Something. Call on Jesus. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that's a good that's a good takeaway from this episode. Oh, I want everybody to create their short list of things that they know that they should do more of. Yes. Things that make them feel more alive. Right? Yeah. And again, it could be as simple as reading. We should before. do that, and we should. we should share it in our next one. Absolutely. We and we'll, see, we'll share our list. Yeah. And then we want y'all to share y'all's list with us. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's just let, let's be more connected, guys. Let's like, be I, more connected. I know that the internet is a thing. That's kind of like an oxymoron, right? Because we are so connected. It's so connected. Um, we are. We're so connected, and that's okay. So connected, but so disconnected at the same time. Yes. So just be um, more connected. Let's be more, let's be more connected to life. Like go yeah. out. Like when it's warm. Not now because it's like rainy here. But like when it's warm and not raining, like go to like the park and yeah. Like the your, world is so yeah. Like just, put your feet in the grass. The world is such an array right now that it's like that human interaction. Interdependency. Like you need that. Just like you people, need it. There's, there's studies that, that matter, as a matter of fact, again, I'm, I'm a walking statistic. There was a Harvard study that said that it's the, it's the longest study that Harvard ever did. And they said that the only co- connection that they could find to people living a longer life is genuine human interaction. Mm. There was no no other scientifically proven thing mm-hmm. beyond human genuine yes. human interaction. And I think the optimal word there is genuine. Genuine human interaction, mm-hmm. right? Not pseudo, not fake, not hey girl, right, 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 right. Genuine. genuine, right? You know what else is crazy? Quick tangent, right? Mm-hmm. While social media and the internet has become such an integrated part of our lives, we. still still don't treat it like it's real life, right? Yeah. Here's, here's what I mean by that in two very examples, right? So, like, let's say I got a dope coat on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the comment, like, yo, G, that's fresh, that's fly. But if you saw me in public and I had a dope coat on, you wouldn't say, where'd you buy that? Without saying, hello, hey, bro, nice. Like, you would, there would be some kind of greeting, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But on the internet, they see you something in the comments or DM, where'd you buy that? Right? No, nothing else. Where'd you get it? Like, Hello to you Hello? too. You know what I'm saying? It was this one movie. Um, it's like a hood classic. I, I can't remember what it was. He's like, yo, greet me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you gotta greet me before you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, that's one thing, right? Where like, we haven't adapted to the fact that like, yo, this is still a person. It's not a number. Exactly. Like, it's yes. a person. Like, treat me like a person. Yeah. The other thing, like these really big celebrities or anybody, if you, shade them, right? If you they post anything, you look at the comments. They're wild, they're vicious. Like yes. you're still talking about a human, human being, being, but they're talking about them as if like, oh, because it's on the internet, it won't have the same impact, right? But thinking about evolution, when we like when we were in middle school and high school or where, whenever kids were bad and bullies and mean, like kids would pick on people, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now it just is happening at scale. Yes, you know what I mean. So it's almost like. In order for the internet to thrive and for it to be a better integrated aspect of our reality, we have to think, would this make sense in real life? Mm. Right? Would this make sense in a, in a normal life? Because for some people, it would, like, because they're batshit crazy. Yeah. But, like, in a normal life, whatever that means, would this behavior make sense? Yeah. Would it be acceptable? Like, right? and I still go back to the age, I don't know how everybody was raised, but I go back to the age old thing of, like, 
what would my mom see if she saw this? Mm, you know what I mean? Or like, whoever is yeah. it, uh, does yeah. have some imprint on yeah. your life. And I'm, like, I'm at that place too. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty you know what I mean? casual with what I post, but like, I don't post it. My mom actually follows me. Mom, if you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> nah, all jokes. When she first got on, I was like, why is my mom on here? And like, I mean, that's a, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean that literally, but just there yeah. has to be, and I guess that's where my, my whole point is. It's like, there are no guardrails. You can post anything. You can post I mean, anything. We can't post like nips. Like they will take you down for like the, if the nip is exposed. I've seen that. I can actually like. But it won't be up for a long time though. No, this is. I mean, like it's permanent. It's, permanent it's, um, nip. Like, yeah, is that, yeah. Is that a thing? I mean, it's or like, as a hashtag. It's permanent a, um, nip. The girl like, had on a. Um, she had on a bathing tube, bathing suit, but yeah. you could see like you could literally see yeah. it. Yeah, that that is acceptable. Well, oh, that's not, acceptable. No, no, hold on. Okay. What I'm saying is, it's not acceptable. But in terms of internet and social media, they allow that. Like they'll take it down if like your whole like your actual tit is exposed, but like if it's covered up and you can just see it through the sheer. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying. George knows whether the level of nip um, exposure on the internet because <laughs> it's just obvious, right? Like it's obvious. I'm not out here searching for nipples. Okay, I'm not. I promise you. Like no, I've seen there that. There are like, no guardrails. People can say hateful things. I mean, I won't go into it, but the girl. Jordan Woods. I mean, yeah. we've all seen the whole conundrum with Tristan Thompson, <laughs> Khloe Kardashian, and her Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she was on Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett Smith. Who was Jordan Woods this was after the fact? This was today. Oh shoot! I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's kind of trippy, but not, the point is, she basically was saying she only decided to come and talk about the situation publicly because people were like. They were um, harassing her family. Like her twelve-year-old sister can't go to school because they're so big. They're so they're so mad at what she did to Kylie and to Chloe. But one of the things she said that her dad died. That's how she, the um, she's connected to the Smith family because her father, Smith? the Will Smith. Okay, cool. Her father was one of the engineers on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, and they got to be extremely close. Okay. So Jada and Will, they've literally known Jordan since she yeah. was a baby, mm-hmm. and so her father died not too long ago yeah and she said how people were commenting like um your father deserved to die like horrible things and i'm just like people can say that on the inch like you can say that to another human being that you don't even know twitter fingers turn the trigger why do you take my you was in my head because i was about to be (laughs) like it that is exactly what happens yeah but that's the society that we live in where that becomes normal. That's the new normal we're in. Yeah. It's crazy. So I just want us to be kinder to each other. Just be kinder. So, so what? Even online. What can we, I mean, like, what is it? You, you asked, and I feel like we talked about it a little bit, but what else is social media or the internet good for? Like, maintaining relationships? Maintaining relationships. <laughs> Thanks for keeping us on track. <laughs> Like maintaining relationships, right? Um, what else? What else do you feel like is good? I think it's a good. It is a good tool. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. To your, you mentioned it earlier. With great power comes great responsibility. I think it is a tremendous tool. Yeah. And when used correctly, it has so much power. Mm-hmm. Um, it can, I think, impart such knowledge and quickly. quickly right. Um, you know something we so, didn't even think about that is good for? Like, not necessarily so much social media, but the 
internet and being able to post stuff is controlling the narrative in a good way, right? So, mm. like, the shootings and, like, all that kind of stuff when people are, like, on yes. their camera phone, right? Like, now, It granted, brings awareness to real social issues. Yeah. Now, granted, we don't always get the results that we want even when we have the documented proof. That's a whole other yeah. podcast in itself. Like, a whole other show, right? Um, but being able to control that narrative yeah. and, like... Because, you know, for the longest, the media could tell us whatever they wanted to tell us. And it's like, well, this is true. Yeah. But now that's not the case. That's like true. We have more access. So it's good. We just got to figure out how to use this thing. And I think it's going to take some time. I think where we have to get better at is not waiting on, like, a white paper or a formal, like, study to come out before we start trying to fix this thing ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't have to wait for someone who probably doesn't even use social media to produce a study on social media to tell us how we should use it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like, and I'm really big on energy now, like, um, and just really listening to myself. Yes. That's called intuition. Intuition and my inner voice, right? And with that, it's like, it's almost just like, you don't have to, someone don't have to tell you if something's right or wrong, right? It's like, you just know. You have to trust that and more importantly, act on that, right? And so like, if it feels off, step away. Like it goes back to being connected to yourself. Like something about this doesn't feel right. I'm on here too much or I'm scrolling and I feel some kind of way. Like don't keep scrolling. Stop. Like and when ask you, yourself the question. Can we please just encourage people when you're in, to me, it is the highest form of disrespect. If I am talking to you, if we are in a space and you're, like, and you're on your phone, yeah. I mean, it's so, it makes it infuri- it infuriates me. Because that's basically like we're having a conversation, right. and I'm like, "Yeah, girl," but da, 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 and you're literally talking to me, right? And I'm like, and "Yeah, you're, yeah, you're doing something though. else." Because mm-hmm. at that point, it's like I don't need to be here. So I just feel like when we're in, I, I'm not trying to change anybody's perception or experience yeah. on social. All I would just encourage is like, when you're in real spaces with real people in real time. Just be real. Be really there. Be really there. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. It like it, it's it takes you nothing just to be to it, like that person on the other end of the line, unless it's a dire emergency, will be okay if you don't respond immediately. And that's something. Can we talk about that at a later point? Is sure. like, why have we become? Is it because of social media that we feel like? immediate like urgency is everything if you don't respond to someone in five minutes it's just the evolution you return the call that's american culture as a whole right like everything like efficiency right now right efficiency like it wasn't efficient to wait 20 minutes for your internet to dial up right and so that's true and then so then it's like that turns into entitlement yes efficiency then turns into entitlement yeah like well this is a thing like then you go out of the country we have red receipts now or you're on or you're on an airplane for an hour and it's like i can't believe the wi-fi spot yes yes i I, it says that i could buy it and it's not working i went to a barista i went to a coffee house the other day and this woman came up to the to the bar to order her coffee didn't even say hello didn't even say good morning Mm -hmm. didn't even say anything Excuse me, what's the Wi-Fi? Right. Because I have to be connected here. I have to be connected. I can't, even though coffee is the main thing. It's the main thing of I have to have here. Internet, right? I have to have it. Yeah, we just, man, I mean, I think, and it's almost interesting why I really value, like, live experience. We talked about this, yeah. right, like, a few months ago, which we got to read. We do, we do, we do. Like, just the value in, in curating dope experiences. Yes. And then just making the standard, like... We will have some f- photographers and videographers, and when you signed up, we got your email address. We'll track you down. Make sure you get some memories. Yes. But while you're here, you got to. You just got to be present. Like, you got to enjoy. We're gonna find. We're gonna lock it. Like something's gonna happen. Like you can't use your phone here. Yeah. 
But then the nuance of that, if we're creating this experience that we want to blow up, and we don't allow people to use this platform that the world uses, then are we limiting ourselves from, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But almost feel like once it becomes a thing, people will value that. Yes. And then it's like, you know what? I'm cool that I, I, I didn't get to see it because now it makes me want to be there even more. And it's almost like the... Um, What's the what's the thing I'm looking for? The speakeasy. Yeah. Where it's like you only know if someone tells you. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Which cultivates the human experience. But you know what I also think? I think too social media and this sense of uh, evolving culture yep. has deteriorated our memory. So we have to be oh. on we have to Instagram, we have to Facebook, we have to take a picture of everything, but you don't remember it. So for instance, let's say I don't know if this is true or not. Um Say you you like LeBron, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you met LeBron right now, mm-hmm. could you meet him without taking a picture, without Instagramming it? I could, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't, wouldn't prefer to have that proof. And and why would you need that proof? Because that's that's how we're wired, and I'm and I'm, I'm and I'm humble enough to say that. Yeah, like people wouldn't. But it's crazy. People wouldn't. People, people, you thought people, people wouldn't believe you. People wouldn't even believe. Isn't that crazy? People, people in my network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they might be their immediate response. Why did you take Why a picture? picture? You know what I mean? Or think about how like versus just being just being there moment. in the moment and just knowing that I was there that you were I, there. Yeah, you know, what and I mean? you would probably remember it way, way more mature. Yeah. Like even little things like. I got a. I forgot what street I turned on. As opposed to sitting and being like, okay, I made a left here, I made a left there. This is college, so I have to. That has to be college. Right. We immediately have to Google it. Mm-hmm. So I versus think, there's a whole generation that legit use maps. Like imagine if we had to use maps now. Like we would what? Be screwed. What? We'd be screwed, yo. So I think it's more so about. But Einstein challenges that perspective, though, mm-hmm. right? And what he says is. Why would I waste brain power remembering things that I can use a calculator for, right? Which translates to the mm-hmm. internet. Why would mm-hmm. I waste? I should use my brain. But the problem is people don't, people right? It's, don't. it's almost like the, the, the concept of buying versus renting. They, people will say, who know about investing, will say, rent. Mm-hmm. Don't spend the money that you would on the house and reinvest it. But the problem is people don't do it, right? Yeah. It's almost like we make decisions in our mind intellectually, but we... We actually play them out in real life emotionally. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's, that's what I actually have. Like in your mind, I would do this. This is the person that I am. But when the situation comes, yeah. you spend the money or you don't do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. Right? And so that's the challenge. We have, to, we have to create mechanisms and systems around our actual behaviors yes. and not who we hope we are or what we would like to do in our head. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what has to happen with the internet. It's like in our mind, I'm this super disciplined person and when it's time to get off Instagram, it's time to get time off to Instagram. Get off, yeah. I don't scroll. I'm not. In, I'm not impacted by what I see, no yeah. matter how great and grandiose it is. But in real life, it doesn't play out that way. Ariana um, Huffington, who is the founder of the Huffington Post, sure. Um, I she's an incredible. She's a beast. She's a beast. Yeah. She has a book that is about sleep, and she now mind you, she's a billionaire, right? Um probably is incredibly busy Mm -hmm. but she had made it a practice in finding that having adequate sleep was a complete healing of just like her body not in like you know scrapes and cuts but like as far as like (laughs) you know like she didn't go to sleep because you got to cut I broke my arm arm for two days and I was healed (laughs) but just like Re, 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 you know, processing, um, kind of getting back together. Anyways, the point is, she talks about in this book 
um, how she has now made it a practice that about an hour or so before bed, Mm -hmm. she completely shuts everything down. She does not sleep in her room with any devices. No Mm. no computer, no a phone, no TV, nothing. My TV's in my room. I never turn it on. I, I, likewise. And although, like, I'm, you know, that might be harder for some to practice as other. It just was, it was such a aha moment, as Oprah calls it, because I felt like for her to be a billionaire, billionaire. I'm sure her busy, her busy is way different than anyone in my network's busy. Right. And if she can shut down, why can't we shut down? Here's two reasons, right? Um, because we're so distracted by social media, yeah. when we work, we're never really working. So we're not fully working. So then you feel guilty mm-hmm. for trying to shut down because you know you didn't give it your all when you're supposed to work. It's, su- it's such a simple concept, but when you work, wow. work, when you work, work, play, play, right? Like you shouldn't take your laptop to the beach. Why do people do it? Because a couple, re- I say Instagramable moment. Oh, working from the beach, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. But the real, the real reason I think is that. People aren't all in on anything, which speaks to the behavior of being in the room and yeah. on the phone, right? And so yeah. when they're working, Ooh, people aren't all in on anything. On anything, and so when they're supposed to be working, yes, they are constantly getting yeah. distracted, yeah. right? So then that means when your day is getting extended, versus if you really like timed out the amount of time it took you to do something with no distraction, right? Even even if that meant making taking an intentional break versus every five minutes looking at yeah. your phone, I guarantee it would be a third. Of the time it would take you to get it done. Yeah. Right? What's happening is you have these long days, not because you have so much work, but because you got distracted at every mm. turn. So then you feel guilty about shutting down because you never, you like really? never really were yeah. all in, right? And so like, there's this chemical response that happens in our body mm-hmm. when we have a sense of achievement, mm-hmm. right? And achievement can be, I said I was going to start this and finish this, but mm-hmm. when you're getting distracted throughout your all day, throughout your entire day, you never really finish it. Then you feel guilty about shutting down because you didn't really finish. You didn't accomplish it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with her, she could work four hours probably, right? Or, yeah. or just a regular eight hour day and shut it down versus the super mogul who I work. I don't sleep. You know, I got a homie. So no knock to him. His brand is actually sleep is for suckers. But it's just a play on words. Mm-hmm. It's more so like um, you can lose sleep to pursue your dreams or live your dream out loud or something like that. So it's like no knock to what he's doing. But like. You can get sleep, and even I'm, I'm promise you, I'm guilty of the lack of sleep thing. I need to do better, but like, yeah, that's not a sustainable model. It's not, yeah, right. But it's just it's because we have to be more focused in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. If you're more in the moment, then you wouldn't have this guilt around shutting down because now you're doing, you're just putting more time in, not necessarily more work, but you're putting more time in to overcompensate mm. for the fact that you weren't committed and focused mm-hmm. in the moment, right? And I think we use that idea of not going in all in on anything um, and not sleeping mm-hmm. as a measure, ironically, of success. Yeah. So when you can tell someone, girl, I was up till three in the morning. You was kidding. You was really grinding. And no, you just weren't. Jeff Bezos, matter, matter of fact, I'm still waiting for that shoe to drop so that I can like like share that soundbite. When you okay. said that, that there's going to be stories that come out about uh, employees of Amazon saying that they were assaulted by him. Uh, Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. Yes. I'm like, yo, she said it first. But um, as I, I told you, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. Um, but even him, like he's, 
he doesn't go into the office till like 10, 11 o'clock. Like he sleeps. He's really? Like, my best thought is in the morning. I don't want to like just, you know, rush my day along. You know, and he's wow. the richest man in the world. Wow. You know? The challenge I have with that though is these these are the results, right? These are the epiphanies that they had. And maybe if we're smart, we pay attention and we still are able to have a successful journey. But I wonder if they would have ever gotten to that point without the imbalances. That's where I struggle with it, right? Because they had this revelation now, mm-hmm. but it's at a point where they have a 300, 400, well, 500 man 100%. Staff, right? But I think that that's, there's still some, there has to be just some balance. That's all. No, absolutely. I, I think we have to. You can still grind it out, and there are sacrifices. There's you're, there, that's fair, but that doesn't come at the expense of that. You completely are neglecting any type of being present. Right, which, which is why I think it goes back to the simple adage of when you work, work; when you play, play. Yeah. Um, because if not, you'll just be you'll just be fooling yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was good. <laughs> this was great. This was good. This, this is good. great. So, major takeaways. A, we're hoping that you guys um, make your list of um, makes you feel more alive. We'll definitely share those next time. Mm-hmm. Um, be kind to each other. Spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. Get offline. Get offline. You know, live, live, live offline. I was trying to say something clever, but yeah. Live. Live. Like, literally live. Live. Um, and let's be very adamant. Let's all be uh, advocates of better technology. Like, let's yeah. push on these be brands. Be better stewards. Right. Let's push back on these brands and say, hey, we want technology that mm-hmm. allows us to interact Empower more. Empower us. Yeah, exactly. Interact more in a more human way. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. this was great. Thank you. Thank for you. I'm glad we got a chance. I mean, it's been a while, but I'm glad we got a chance to dive We'll be in a rhythm. Us. We'll be in a rhythm. Absolutely. So, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Achenpong, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.